Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Draw after her. Pardon what I have spoke, for tis a studied, not a present thought. By duty ruminated. Will Caesar speak? Not till he hears how Antony is touched with what is spoke already. What power is in Agrippa, if I would say, Agrippa, be it so, to make this good? The power of Caesar, and his power unto Octavia. May I never to this good purpose, that so fairly shows, dream of impediment. Let me have thy hand, further this act of grace, and from this hour the heart of brothers govern in our loves, and sway our great designs. There is my hand. A sister I bequeath you, whom no brother did ever love so dearly. Let her live to join our kingdoms and our hearts, and never fly off our loves again. Happily, amen. I did not think to draw my sword against Pompey, for he hath laid strange courtesies and great of late upon me. I must thank him only, lest my remembrance suffer ill report. At heel of that, defy him. Time calls upon us. Of us must Pompey presently be sought, or else he seeks out us. Where lies he? About the Mount Messenum. What is his strength by land? Great and increasing but by sea he is an absolute master. So is the fame. Would we had spoke together. Haste we for it. Yet, ere we put ourselves in arms, dispatch we the business we have talked of. With most gladness, and do invite you to my sister's view, whither straight I'll lead you. Let us, Lepidus, not lack your company. Noble Antony, not sickness should detain me. Flourish. Exuant Octavius Caesar, Mark Antony, and Lepidus. Welcome from Egypt, sir. Half the heart of Caesar, worthy Messianus. My honourable friend, Agrippa. Good Enobarbus. We have cause to be glad that matters are so well digested. You stayed well by it in Egypt. Ay, sir. We did sleep day out of countenance, and made the night light with drinking. Eight wild boars roasted whole at a breakfast, and but twelve persons there? Is this true? This was but as a fly by an eagle. We had much more monstrous matter of feast, which worthily deserved noting. She's a most triumphant lady, if report be square to her. When she first met Mark Antony, she pursed up his heart upon the river of Sindus. There she appeared indeed, or my reporter devised well for her. I will tell you. The barge she sat in, like a burnished throne burned on the water, the poop was beaten gold, 
purple the sails, and so perfumed that the winds were lovesick with them. The oars were silver, which to the tune of flutes kept stroke, and made the water which they beat to follow faster as amorous of their strokes. For her own person, it beggared all description, she did lie in her pavilion, cloth of gold of tissue. Oh, picturing that Venus which we see, the fancy outwork nature, on each side her stood pretty dimpled boys, like smiling cupids, were diverse colour fans, whose wind did seem to glow the delicate cheeks which they did cool, and what they undid did. Oh, rare for Antony! Her gentlewoman, like the Nereides, so many mermaids, tended her in the eyes, and made their bends adornings. At the helm a seeming mermaid steers, the silken tackles swell with the touches of those flower-soft hands, that yearly frame the office. From the barge a strange invisible perfume hits the sense of the adjacent wharfs. The city cast her people out upon her, and Antony enthroned ere the market-place, did sit alone, whistling to the air which, but for vacancy, had gone to gaze on Cleopatra too, and made a gap in nature. Rare Egyptian! Upon her landing, Antony sent to her, invited her to supper. She replied it should be better he became her guest, which she entreated. Our courteous Antony, who ne'er the word of no woman heard speak, being barbered ten times o'er, goes to the feast, and for his ordinary pays his heart for what his eyes eat only. Royal wench, she made great Caesar lay his sword to bed. He ploughed her, and she cropped. I saw her once hop forty paces through the public street, and having lost her breath, she spoke and panted that she did make defect perfection, and breathless power breathe forth. Now Anthony must leave her utterly. Never, he will not. Age cannot wither her, nor custom stale her infinite variety. Other women cloy the appetites they feed, but she makes hungry where most she satisfies. For vilest things become themselves in her, that the holy priest bless her when she is riggish. If beauty, wisdom, modesty can settle the heart of Anthony, Octavia is a blessed lottery to him. Let us go. Good Enobarbus, make yourself my guest whilst you abide here. Humbly, sir, I thank you. Exeunt. Scene three. The same. Octavius Caesar's house. Enter Mark Antony, Octavius Caesar, Octavia between them and attendants the world and my great office will sometimes divide me from your bosom all which time before the gods my knee shall bow my prayers to them for you good night sir my octavia read not my blemishes in the world's report i have not kept my square but that to come shall all be done by the rule good night dear lady good night sir good night Exuant Octavius Caesar and Octavia. Enter Soothsayer. Now, sirrah, you do wish yourself in Egypt? Would I had never come from thence, nor you thither. If you can, your reason. I see it in my motion, have it not in my tongue, but yet hie you to Egypt again. Say to me, whose fortune shall rise higher, Caesar's or mine? Caesar's. Therefore, O Antony, Stay not by his side. Thy demon, that's thy spirit which keeps thee, Is noble, courageous high, unmatchable, Where Caesar's is not. But near him thy angel becomes a fear, As being overpowered. Therefore make space enough between you. Speak this no more. 
to none but thee, no more, but when to thee, if thou dost play with him at any game, thou art sure to lose, and of that natural luck he beats thee gainst the odds. Thy lustre thickens when he shines by. I say again, thy spirit is all afraid to govern thee near him. But he away, tis noble. Get thee gone. Say to Ventidius I would speak with him. Exit soothsayer. He shall to Parthia. Be it art or hap, he hath spoken true. The very dice obey him, and in our sports my better cunning faints under his chance. If we draw lots, he speeds. His cocks do win the battle still of mine, when it is all to naught, and his quails ever beat mine in hooped at odds. I will to Egypt, and though I make this marriage for my peace, in the east my pleasure lies. Enter Ventidius. Oh, come, Ventidius, you must to Parthia. Your commission's ready. Follow me and received. Exeunt. Scene four. The same. A street. Enter Lepidus, Mecanus, and Agrippa. Trouble yourselves no further. Pray you, hasten your generals after. Sir, Mark Antony will e'en but kiss Octavia, and will follow. Till I shall see you in your soldier's dress, which will become you both. Farewell. We shall, as I conceive the journey, be at the mount before you, Lepidus. Your way is shorter. My purposes do draw me much about. You'll win two days upon me. With Agrippa. Sir, good success. Farewell. Exeunt. Scene 5. Alexandria. Cleopatra's Palace. Enter Cleopatra, Carmion, Iris, and Alexis. Give me some music. Music. Moody food of us that trade in love. The, the music. music! Ho! Enter Mardian. Let it alone. Let's to billiards. Come, Carmion. My arm is sore. Best play with Mardian. As well a woman with an eunuch played as with a woman. Come, you'll play with me, sir? As well as I can, madam. And when goodwill is showed, thought come too short, the actor may plead pardon. I'll none now. Give me mine angle, will to the river. There, my music playing far off, I will betray tawny-finned fishes. My bended hook shall pierce their slimy jaws, and as I draw them up, I'll think them every one an Antony, and say, Aha, you're caught. Twas merry when you wagered on your angling, when your diver did hang a salt fish on his hook, which he with fervency drew up. That time, O oh, times. I laughed him out of patience, and that night I laughed him into patience, and next morn, ere the ninth hour, I drunk him to his bed, then put my tires and mantles on him, whilst I wore his sword, Philippin. Enter a messenger. Oh, from Italy! Ram thou thy fruitful tidings in mine ears, that long time have been barren. Madam! Madam! Antonius dead. If thou say so, villain, thou killest thy mistress. But well and free, if thou so yield him, there is gold, and here my bluest veins to kiss, a hand that kings 